If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 623 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. We are halfway through what I would call the slowest, and today in particular, the deadest sports betting day in the entire calendar year. Yes, that is today. So uh, today, guys, you know, when you wake up and there's pretty much nothing to bet on, there's an early WNBA play. I'm rooting for Daniel Alvari, uh, who I believe laid the points of the sky in that one. Uh, But of course, it was an early game. Couldn't get a late one here. Uh, But there's really nothing going on tonight, guys. So today is a day where I think we want to be a little bit creative and try to get our ducks in a row. You know, like a squirrel who knows winter's coming and wants to, uh, you know, get as many acorns as he can to pile them up. He's not going to eat them today, but he's going to need those uh, those acorns later when he's hungry and it's freezing cold. So today, guys, I think that's the approach. I actually have kind of a lot of news today, a lot of, a lot of uh, stuff to get to. Uh, number one, we're going to look at MLB awards today. There's no Major League Baseball today. Obviously, it does come back tomorrow with a smaller than usual slate. I think there's overall, what, like six games tomorrow. Then on Friday, we get the full slate back. Uh, but today's a good day, I think, with no games being played, to really look at some awards. So I wrote about this in the Visa newsletter uh, last night, visa.com slash newsletter. But looking at some awards, MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. And I think there are some opportunities here with another fresh batch of data, bets and dollars, line movement, and kind of projecting some of these players out. That I think there's some value to get down on some of these futures right now. So we're going to talk MLB awards. Uh, we're also going to talk a big NFL win total day. Uh, got another batch of data here from BetMGM. With all of the win totals from the open to the current, how, how they have moved, uh, also the juice uh, changes here, but also looking at bets, bet first dollar discrepancies. So there's a couple that'll seem pretty obvious. There's a couple that are really, really, you know, head scratching here, but I think it's uh, it's really, uh, you know, informative to kind of look at where's the smart money going? Where's the data leaning? Will, it, will every, you know, smart money data driven play win? Of course not. But people who know these teams who have mapped them out, uh, who have looked at obviously uh, their projections based on their power ratings and uh, projected win totals, Let's see where this money is going. So I have a lot of them here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them overall. And a lot of these are in a good way. Some that some that we've uh, hit on before and already have in pocket. Uh, but then also we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame game. 
I'm just randomly looking at these week one lines. I'm really not betting them, guys. You know, we still have some time here. It's going to come up before we know it. Uh, but the Hall of Fame game is only a little bit away. I think it is. I got to double check. It's the eight, It's the, uh, the 4th of August. So it is about two weeks away. It's two weeks from tomorrow. And I did notice a dog to fave line move, and I have a system play on Hall of Fame totals. So I just wanted to mention that, get our get our juices flowing. There's nothing to bet on today, so let's get excited for the Hall of Fame game. I do have a play in the UFC. So disappointing weekend last weekend, uh, going uh, 0-3 with our system plays, sadly. But a good match uh, for this weekend. And I actually uh, DM'd Gamble and Lou, my guy, and he agreed with this fighter. So uh, that is a good sign here. Uh, hopefully we can turn lowercase biting into biting once again uh, and, and rebound from a, a rough weekend. Uh, and then also, I do have an update on Massachusetts sports betting. So you want to stay tuned for this. And I have a source play. I have sources, believe it or not. Uh, I've gotten to that point in my life where I have sources. So you got to love it. And I'll give you an update. And uh, hint, hint, it's good news. And fingers crossed because we've had good news before and it never gets passed. But this is some good news that I got from a source play who's really tied in. Uh, looking back toward yesterday, guys. Nice Hall of Fame. Uh, Hall of Fame. See, I'm thinking about the NFL already. Nice uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game under. And I'll put up two runs in the for, uh, bottom half of the first. I'm like, okay, not good. Let's get a low-scoring game. Uh, I think it was five runs, what, in the first four innings or so? And then that was it. Nothing beyond that. So, you know, we went into yesterday's, um, you know, All-Star game saying there are two things on Twitter that we kept reading. We kept reading about uh, or just hearing about the fact that the American League is dominated. You know, 8-0 the last 8, 15 of the last 18, 20 of the last 24. But it didn't really match. And again, if you took the American League and rode that that trend there, that uh, system, I don't really want to call it a system because to me that's more of a trend. I think there's a distinction between a trend and a system. To me, and again, it's like 9-0. and How do you not play it now at this point, the last nine? But it was kind of public on the AL, and the line actually went a little bit to the NL. NL you know, crept up around minus 115, so I didn't play it. If you did play NL, nice hit there. But we did get our under, which was fantastic. Opened at 8, got down to 7.5, a ton of liability on that under, even at 7.5. Uh, you know, we saw that minus 115 juice. It got down to minus 120 juice. I even saw one shop at minus 125. So that's a good teachable moment of, you know, line movement, uh, public betting over, yet classic uh, reverse line move to the under and still liability under despite dropping a half run. Uh, so that was the trend that I thought had something to it. I would put the uh, the under, which is now 13-2-1 in the last 16 All-Star games. To me, that's a, that's a system because there's more of a thought process to it versus just ride the AL because for whatever reason, the AL is just dominating, in, in, um, not interleague play, but the all-star game. To me, the under had more value because it had a good theory behind it. And the theory is, and Josh Towers kind of backed this up on betting across America yesterday, uh, the theory is that you know good, good pitching beats good hitting. And all of these really good pitchers, obviously they're good hitters too, uh, but you have the best pitchers and they're only pitching one inning. You know, really the advantage for the batter is third time through when you're able to see a pitcher, you know, for the second, third time uh, and you can file away some information and maybe uh, you strike out in your first at bat, you file it away and get a hit in your second at bat. Uh, but when you're only going, you know, one inning each, uh, it's a big advantage to the pitchers and that's why we have seen these unders do so well. So we got our under last night, which was fantastic. Now, 1-1 one one overall because the uh, LV Aces, the Las Vegas Aces, you average 91 points a game. Of course, when I bet you're over, you don't score for two minutes, over two minutes. And then I know Tim Fraley was upset about this too because Tim got a really good number. Uh, my guy, the wise guy there, Tim, hope your dad's doing well. Uh, but the WNBA with that play yesterday, I think Tim got a 170. You know, it actually ended up closing. This is why it's even more frustrating. Got over 172.5, closed 173.5. They score like 50-something points in the first quarter. And then they go pretty much ice cold, and the Aces, who lead the league in, in points, 91 points a game, they score 76 as a 13-point favorite. So the Dream as a 13-point dog. Guess what that money line payout was? Plus 600. Uh, so, of course, the Aces, to me, uh, and we did have on Betting Across America uh, a great discussion. I forgot the name of the reporter. She was really sharp. I gotta, I, I'm annoyed that I don't remember her name. But uh, she covers the Aces, and she was saying how um, they're kind of maybe a paper tiger. You know, they're, they're not very deep. Um, you know, they have these, these droughts in scoring sometimes and they just were a machine early and just, I don't know if they have what it takes in the playoffs. So, uh, to me, if you're looking at, uh, some teams today to look at a futures price, it's the storm in the sky. I think those are your, uh, really your top two there. Uh, but sadly you go, uh, you go ice cold, couldn't get our over. Uh, but that's okay. We did get a nice under in the all-star game. So looking for today, guys, as I mentioned, no sweats. I don't know what to do with myself and maybe we'll, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. I've already seen Better Call Saul. I got to catch up on some of my shows. I would say uh, I think The Old Man on FX. That's what I'm really into right now. I think that's tomorrow. But it's like, what do I do with myself? What, what do I do? Just should I take the fiance out to dinner? Uh, do I clean up the house? Do I start working on my next book? I don't know what I do. Uh, but we're going to make the most out of a day today where really it's a homework day. Uh, so as I mentioned, we're going to talk a lot of future sweats here. Uh, MLB awards, uh, rookie of the year, Cy Young, MVP, NFL win totals. I have a UFC bet, as I mentioned, talk the hall of fame, early odds movement. And I do want to give you an update on Massachusetts sports betting. But uh, before we do guys real quick, housekeeping as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email. Then every single day you wake up to my market insights column, give you sharp reports every single day. Today's newsletter led off with um, second half MLB thoughts from all of our VEASAN experts, Adam Burke, Maddie Humans, myself, Steve Mackinnon. You also get a rundown of all the guests uh, and hosts that day and all the shows at VEASAN. So you can tune into your, uh, your favorite shows. We do have on primetime action, a, um, a link in today's newsletter, the Pete Rose, uh, you know, um, conversation that he had on PTA uh, talking about the all-star game and his bets. So it's pretty awesome in the year 2022, Pete Rose banned for life. Uh, and baseball is uh, is talking betting with us at Veasan, which is pretty freaking cool. Uh, but then also you get promos for legal sports books. Take advantage; they want your business. You want to shop for the best line. Links to all of our city casts, ton of great betting information, and how to become a better better, uh, as well as proxies if you're going to enter any of these football contests. All included in the newsletter. It's free; it costs you nothing. And if you're betting on sports every day, you want to wake up to our newsletter because it's going to get kind of get your your juices flowing, get you excited. Bunch of great links, advice, um, articles, uh, really getting you thinking about betting that day and hopefully get you prepared for a big day of sweat. So that's vcin.com slash newsletter. And if you're looking to become, uh, you know, take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN all-access member. Uh, we have a bunch of great promos right now. You can do a 10-day free trial. Uh, but once you become a member, you get everything we offer, not just the free stuff, but you'll get every Points of Weekly magazine. You get all the afternoon best bet emails, best bet picks from guests and hosts. You get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all of our um, betting guides, including a big college football betting guide uh, that is coming out, uh, I think, next week, pretty soon here. Uh, but again, it's going to give you everything you need to help you make the smartest bet that you can. We'll never tout or guarantee a lock or a 50-unit bomb. We all know that betting is hard, and we try to approach it from a honest, transparent uh, perspective here, but what we can guarantee you is that you're going to get all the data information you need to feel like you are making an informed, sharp bet. So that's vcin.com slash subscribe. And then get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market. Uh, Twitter is huge for right now. MLB lineups coming out, starting pitchers getting scratched, you know, off-season stuff, NBA, trades, free agent signing, stuff like that. Uh, but really, it's the best way to uh, kind of find out information first and be able to you know, make actionable um, wagers based on information before the odds makers move their numbers. Also create a gambling community, be able to direct message people, talk to people uh, that you respect, um, which I think is a great part of it. Uh, so if you haven't done it yet, get on Twitter, follow at Live the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com, questions, comments, suggestions, got to refer to a new sports book, need an app to track your bets, uh, whatever it may be, you let me know, and I'd be happy to guide you in the best direction that I possibly can. Uh, so that being said, guys, there's no sweats today, and today is the deadest day of the year. Literally, July 20th, 2022. This is the slowest, deadest day with really nothing going on. So uh, as always, you know, if you're serious about sports betting, you know, you could take today off. You know, it's a mental health day. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Go take uh, the person you love out to dinner. Go treat yourself. Uh, whatever it may be, go to the movies, you know, there's different options here. Uh, but as you know, there's no days off for us at VEASAN. So we want to use today to our advantage make it a constructive quote unquote day off. So uh, today's going to be a lot of hopefully bets that we're going to talk about that will be future winners, uh, as we like to say. Uh, so before we dive into all of our bets for today, I wanted to mention guys, something really cool. I had uh, someone slide into my DMs today. Um, and again, DMs are always open. Uh, but as someone that I respect, someone that uh, I have known for quite a while, and someone who is very plugged in to the Massachusetts legislature, uh, very, very close to actually a member of the legislature. So as you guys know, uh, I'm on pins and needles over here. Uh, part of me is super excited for Massachusetts, totally guys betting. Part of me is like, I won't believe it when I see it because they've been doing this for uh, going on like five years at this point, getting me excited, saying it's going to happen. And then lastly, they say, oh, we can't come to an agreement, you know, irreconcilable differences. Uh, so they always let me down. So I'm trying to, you know, kind of curb my enthusiasm as Larry David would say. Uh, but I got this DM from a source and the source slid into my DMS 
And the source told me, uh, and I cannot disclose the source. Uh, and one thing you know, uh, sources and methods, any uh, Homeland fans out there, you can never reveal your sources because uh, your sources might get burned and then you'll never get good info again. But this person who I respect and I know is tied in told me a couple things. They first said um, there's going to be a vote upcoming this week. Now, that's not breaking news. The deadline is July 31st, so the vote pretty much has to be next week. But there is a vote on tap for next week. Uh, remember, the House and the Senate have until July 31st to get it done. House and Senate uh, disagree on uh, how they want to approach it. Senate doesn't want to allow uh, betting on college. House uh, wants to allow uh, the use of credit cards, which I think is not a good thing because, you know, if you can dig yourself a hole with credit cards, it can only make things worse. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, the source told me there's going to be a vote next week and quote, there's a good chance it passes. And another quote here is uh, college sports minus local teams. So this is a big uh, thing that I thought was an obvious, obvious compromise. Senate doesn't want to allow betting on any colleges whatsoever. I think that's ridiculous because you're just going to continue to allow betters to have to go to, you know, on Sundays to bet the Patriots or, uh, you know, uh, even like Alabama football, you have to drive to New Hampshire to go bet on them or, or Connecticut or, um, or, um, you know, or Rhode Island or New York. Uh, but they're maybe coming to their senses saying, okay, we can bet on college, just not local teams. And that's fine with me. I don't need to bet UMass plus 45 against Western Kentucky. I don't need to bet the bean pot. You know, college sports don't really, they're not important. They're not really big in New England. We're all about our pro team. So uh, that was good news to hear. Then the source also told me uh, the Senate president, Karen Spilka, who was really against sports betting forever. And obviously she's the person who decides what gets voted on, what doesn't. The quote told, the source told me that she's coming around to legalize sports betting. So, you know, the, hello, duh. What did it take you five years? Uh, but that is good news. Better late than never. So I tweeted this out. Starting to get some good conversation going here. Uh, and of course, you know, I think when you have a source, you know, I've had sources who are wrong. You know, I had a source tell me that it was definitely going to be Mac Jones third overall, the 49ers. Um, obviously, Woj was a source that told us Jabari Smith was going to go first overall. Um, so again, sometimes these sources are not always right, but I'm in Massachusetts. This is someone that I respect and hopefully it is trending in this direction. So if you're in mass like me, or you're just, you know, uh, someone, an advocate, someone who believes and wants to see legalized sports betting all across the country, this is good news. So fingers crossed, hashtag let us bet. I hope my source is correct. Let's get Massachusetts to legalize sports betting before the July 31st deadline. Uh, now, that being said, guys, let's start, uh, you know, filling up our card here uh, for some futures plays. So I wrote about this in the Visa newsletter this morning, but MLB awards. Uh, we've seen a ton of movement here. I think when you're betting some of these awards, it's a yin and a yang. You know, it's the it's the Jekyll and Hyde. It's the, hey, I want to bet this early and get a good number. But it's also the, hey, I should probably wait because the longer that I wait, I may miss a good number, but I'll be more confident in my bet because there's more data to go off of and more information and late movement is always so meaningful. Like, for example, Embiid was the MVP favorite pretty much all year in the WM in the uh, NBA. And then what happened? The straw poll came out. Joker had huge steam. Joker wins the award. Um, Gobert, same thing, defensive player of the year, favorite pretty much all year in Jaron Jackson. And then Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart late wins it. So I think you got to keep that in mind when you're betting futures, you want to get a good number, but I think there is some uh, validity to waiting and seeing the late movement and going with the late movement. I think that's important. So with that being said, uh, let's look at some of these awards right now. Uh, MVP of the American league. I think right now is a good time to bet Shohei Otani. Now it's tough to bet Otani. Right now, he's minus 105, I think, and we had, had this conversation on betting across America yesterday. It's hard to bet Otani minus 105 because you feel like you're not getting the best of it. And again, you're going to go through this as a better when you see some of these lines and, and see these updated numbers. Uh, so first off, you know, looking at Otani just in general, uh, let me just uh, get this. I don't want to bring these up. Okay, here we go. Uh, Otani, he actually opened um, at plus 350. So now he's minus 105. So on the one hand, it's like, I can't bet Otani. I missed the good number. But I think it's still a valuable play, guys. Think of it this way. You're getting Otani at even money to win the MVP. Um, obviously, it was Aaron Judge who was the favorite pretty much all year. Judge having a great year, contract year, but he's tailed off a little bit here. He's now plus 140. Otani is now the favorite minus 105. And I think there's two things about Otani right now. Uh, one, obviously, the obvious thing here is he's doing something we haven't seen in 100 years. It's not since Babe Ruth. He's hitting 258, 19 homers, 56 RBIs. But we kind of knew he was a good hitter. Um, I, for the first time, I'm seeing that he's a really good pitcher too. You saw flashes, but he never really put it together. He's putting it together on the, on the bump this year, nine and four, 2.38 ERA. So I think as we get deeper into the year and you kind of saw the all-star game, there are these little tea leaves you want to read, like how players are treated, you know, who gets the spotlight. I think Otani, 
what he's putting up, the numbers that he's putting up both at the plate and on the mound, you're just going to see more and more love and the voters, you know, lean toward, hey, this is a unicorn who we haven't seen in a hundred years. And you're hearing he might be the best baseball player of all time. Now you got to continue doing it, but you know, there is a case to be made there. So minus 105 guys, I think now is the time to hit Otani. Obviously you wanted some plus money. You want to target earlier, but kind of the way this is trending that minus 105, if Otani keeps going, you know, seven innings, 10 Ks, one run keeps hitting home runs. Um, then that could be a minus 200, a minus 300. Before you know it, that thing is a big minus number. So if you're, if you said to me on July 20th, you can get Otani at even money to win the MVP. I think that's a bet that you make. Um, again, if you're comfortable with saying, Hey, I didn't get the best number, but think of it this way. If it closes minus 200, you're still going to beat the closing line. Now it's not just the line movement. It's not just projecting Otani second half, having a good second half, but you guys know me bets and dollars are important to me. It really kind of pulls back the onion, tells me where the tickets are, where the handle is. And looking for discrepancies, combining that with line movement, can really allow you to cash some bets. We've done it before on various players. Joker, uh, Marcus Smott, uh, Maurice Sider, uh, the num- who was it, the uh, the first pick in the NHL draft. Uh, we've lost some of them too, but overall, this is a tried and true method that I think is is a profitable method long term, and I think the data proves it. Anyway, Otani's getting 17% of bets, 30% of the money. That's the biggest discrepancy of any player. On the flip side, judge, uh, judges getting 15% bets, 14% money. So line moving to, uh, to Otani, the biggest low bets, higher dollar bet split. To me, the play is Otani, guys. So on today, on a slow, slow, deadest day of the year, I think you put in a bet on Otani MVP today because uh, I think this line will only rise even higher. Uh, now for the Cy Young in the American League. I also made a bet on the Cy Young uh, over the last couple days, and it is... It's not Shane McClanahan. Shane McClanahan's the favorite right now. He's plus 210. My bet, guys, is Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander plus 250. So for all intents and purposes, this is a two-man race. You know, Verlander and uh, McClanahan. Now, Otani, as we just mentioned, he's plus 700. Maybe he makes some noise here. Uh, But I think this is Verlander's award to win. So number one, you know, relatively equal odds. But here's the thing, and Josh Towers uh, kind of solidified this for me. McClanahan's been great. He's the favorite plus 210. 10-3, 1.71 ERA. Guy's been awesome. I think if the award was handed out today, he would win it. But here's what I'm worried about McClanahan with. The guy's a young player, and it's his second big league season, and he's already approaching his innings limit. And if you know about the Rays, they're all about the future. Uh, They will trade their uh, their big guns for prospects. They're all about the the long term. Uh, And McClanahan, as he's approaching his innings limit, I think they pull back the reins a little bit, you know, going into the second half of the year. Uh, so instead of maybe going, letting him go, you know, I don't know, seven innings, six innings, maybe he's going five. Maybe they push back his starts. Maybe they even shut him down. Now that'd be kind of drastic. But my whole point being, uh, the Rays are a team that when you are a young pitcher and you're uh, approaching your innings limit, they're gonna they're gonna kind of put uh, you know put you in bubble wrap and save you for your future. So I think that's one thing to worry about with Shane McClanahan. Will he be shut down or limited down the stretch? So with that being said, I think Verlander's the play plus two fifty. He's twelve and three, one point eight nine ERA. Um, you know, slightly higher ERA, but you know, more wins than McClanahan and Verlander, as we all know, gets stronger as the year goes on. This guy's a veteran. He's 39 years old. I said, Verlander at his advanced stage, can he win the Cy? And Josh Towers got all mad at me. Cause I think he might be around the same age or maybe he's like 40. He said, that's not an advanced age. I'm like, okay, but it kind of is. But anyway, uh, Verlander getting stronger as the year goes on. The Astros have the third best record in major league baseball. Uh, obviously the Rays have been, you know, slightly above 500, uh, but I think Verlander, well, you're also going to hear a ton about him, almost like Tom Brady, like doing so awesome as an older player. And then also kind of that veteran knows what it takes and, you know, kind of knows how to pace himself. And it's kind of that horse that really gets better as the year goes on. Uh, you also get these percentages, Verlander, 13% bets, 17% money. Uh, that is the biggest um, handle of any player on the board. McClanahan's uh, 10% bets, 13% money. So he's also slightly possible, uh, profitable or slightly uh, you know positive there. But my play is Verlander. I took Verlander, guys, plus 250. I think he catches uh, McClanahan here. Give me Verlander, plus 250 to win the Cy. Now, maybe my favorite one here uh, would be the NL Cy Young. Uh, the NL Cy Young, and you guys know who it is, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, Alcantara has been fantastic this year, 9-4, 1.76 ERA. He's also pitched 138 innings. So it's not just the guy's great, it's he's a horse. He goes deep into these games. And today's Major League Baseball, pitchers really don't go you know, more than seven innings. This guy's going eight, nine innings. Um, you look at what he opened up at. Now, this is tough. <laughs> we missed the 25-1 to one he opened up at. Uh, but now he's minus 130. So that's a huge move. And I, I kind of view Alcantara the same way that I view Otani. Um, you know, it's a slight minus number. But if you're telling me you're getting kind of just a juice price on the best pitcher in baseball, 
uh, I think that's a worthwhile bet. And I think this line only gets higher with Alcantara. So uh, Alcantara minus 130 is my play. Uh, the closest pitcher in the NL uh, would be Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is plus 700. So it's minus 130 and then plus 700, the next best odds. And what you like about Alcantara, you love his bet split. 15% bets, most of any pitcher, but 24% of the money. Uh, that is your biggest discrepancy of any pitcher. It's also your biggest handle of any pitcher. Uh, no other pitcher is getting more than 7% uh, of money here. So I love Alcantara on this spot. Uh, I hit Alcantara at minus 130, and I think this line only gets higher as we get deeper into the year. Uh, and then last one, uh, Rookie of the Year, American League Rookie of the Year. Um, this is a, a, a bet that I'm pretty confident is going to cash, but I think it, it really more comes down to your kind of your comfort level as a better willing to lay a big number. So obviously it's Julio Rodriguez, as we all know. Uh, I actually bet Rodriguez at minus 275 about a week ago. Um, I thought that, that was kind of a high number, but I just thought that the thing would continue to creep up, creep up, creep up. And now Julio Rodriguez is at minus 400. So it's it's up to you as a better if you feel comfortable laying a minus 400 on July 20th and then hopefully cashing that bet, what, you know, last day in September. So you're going to tie up your bankroll, you know, not a ton here, you know, rest of July, August, September. But you got to have the liquidity and you got to be comfortable with laying this minus number. Now, I think a lot of betters would tell you, you can't bet Rodriguez now. He's minus 400. You missed the number. He opened at 9-1. to one. You're chasing steam. You're getting a bad number. Uh, but from what I've seen from the All-Star game and kind of um, just the way this kid is playing and trending, I think at minus 400, I, I always go back to uh, Trevor Lawrence going first overall in the NFL draft. I remember, uh, you know, maybe it was like um, two months, maybe the college football season just ended and he was minus 400 to be selected first overall. By the time the draft came around, he was minus 10,000. So even though you're getting the worst of the number at this point, you know, before you know it, he could be minus 1,000. So again, it's up to you if you're comfortable laying a minus number. A lot of people just say, you know, I don't want to bet minus numbers with futures, and I get that. Uh, but Rodriguez, he leads all rookies in the American League in home runs, 16, RBIs, 52, stolen bases, 16. We all saw, uh, you know, what, what he did in the uh, the all in the All Star game in the All Star Home Run Derby. Um, and Rodriguez, to me, only gives you more confidence. You know, if you go to the uh, the best of the best and you're playing with the big boys and you're one of the best there as a 21 year old, imagine how much confidence that gave that kid. Uh, also the Mariners, what are they won? 14 in a row. Uh, you know, I think that Rodriguez is a big part of that. So you add it all up. Uh, I'm going to lay the 400. Now I, I laid minus 275, but I'm saying if I didn't, I would still bet minus 400. I put a unit on it. Um, you know, again, you're only getting 0.25 units back. It's up to you what you want to bet. Uh, if you want to tell me, Josh, the numbers move too much. It's a minus number. I don't want it. Then that's cool too. Uh, but I think the play here is Rodriguez. And I, I think the initial knee jerk reaction is minus 400 is way too high. But I think if you give this some time, it's going to be minus 1,000 before you know it. So this is kind of your last chance to bet Rodriguez, uh, again, if you're comfortable laying that minus number. And by the way, he's getting 19% bets, 27% money, the most of any uh, player by far. Uh, so those are my bets to add uh, for the awards here. Give me Otani, AL MVP, minus 105. Cy Young, Verlander, plus 250. Cy Young, Alcantara, minus 130. And Julio Rodriguez, hopefully, maybe you bet him earlier, but minus 400. I still think that's a smart bet, even though it is a big minus number at this point. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Just ran through some awards. I didn't mention the other ones because there really wasn't much you know, to, to look at. Like, if you look at the um, the NL MVP, it's, uh, it's Goldschmidt, minus 110. Uh, Machado kind of kept, you know, interested me a little bit. He's plus 550. He's getting 8% bets, 19% money. And then NL Rookie of the Year, to me, it's wait until the very last second and go with the late move because we saw O'Neill Cruz make a move. Mackenzie Gore was the favorite at one point. Right now, uh, Seiya Suzuki opened the year as the favorite. Strider uh, it, right now is the favorite, plus 175, but he could be another innings limit guy. Um, Michael Harris is kind of intriguing because a lot of times position players win this award. Uh, and he's got some decent numbers on a good Braves team. He's plus 200, so Michael Harris is kind of a lean for me. Uh, but those awards, I just didn't really see much, uh, you know, in terms of an edge there. So I'll stick with Otani, Verlander, Alcantara, and Rodriguez. Uh, there you have it, guys. Going to take a very, very short break, but we got more to get to. We got to talk some NFL win totals, a fresh new batch of data. Some of these may surprise you. Uh, some overs and unders that you may disagree with, but apparently there's some smart money on them. I'll uh, also hit on some Hall of Fame game information, uh, as well as. Finishing up with a biting play. Hopefully bouncing back after a tough weekend last weekend. So don't go anywhere. Finishing up strong with NFL, win totals, Hall of Fame game action, and UFC. When we return on episode 623 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, 
betting from a data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it on the slowest, deadest day of the year. We're finding we're finding a good, uh, you know, pull up a chair to the virtual bar, finding a good conversation here. Uh, and again, we got no bets to cash today, but hopefully using today's slow day as a homework day will benefit us later. Uh, it's like, again, I always make this example, but it's like your summer reading. When you got to read The Chocolate War, you got to read Of Mice and Men. Uh, or the giver, you know, there's all these, or, you know, I was a big, uh, I was a big R.L. Stein goosebumps guy back in the day. Um, or, uh, Matt Christopher, he had those baseball books, but instead of waiting until the last week of summer to read 500 pages, uh, how about you read, you know, 200 today and make it easy on yourself the rest of the summer. Uh, so that's kind of the way I approach these homework days. Uh, but anyway, guys, we got our under in the all-star game, which was great. Sadly, the aces uh, played terrible and could not get our over. Um, but we're using today to our advantage. We talked MLB awards. Now let's look at some NFL win totals. Got a new batch of data from BetMGM, uh, and it kind of solidified some of the bets that we were talking about uh, that made me more excited about, and then there are a couple others that kind of surprised me. Uh, so I'm just going to run through 10 of them that caught my eye in terms of line movement and betting percentages. Uh, so first one, uh, Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are a team that I already have in pocket over 9.5 wins. My angle there with Baltimore was the fact that Deshaun Watson is probably going to be suspended all year. And if in that division, you know, you're going from Watson to Jacoby Brissett, I think it's a big advantage to the Bengals, to Baltimore. Uh, by the way, the Steelers, they didn't really match this, but they're over 7.5 and they have the least travel. That's a bet I do have in pocket over Steelers 7.5. But this gave me some more confidence. Uh, Baltimore, who went 8-9 and nine, eight and nine last year, 
was hit by the injury bug, but still was competitive and covered a lot of numbers last year. Uh, their over uh, win total is nine and a half. It opened minus 125 over. Now it's minus 160 over. Uh, and they're getting 90% of bets, 95% of money to the over. Uh, so that tells me juice movement. Again, our Watson angle here, as well as a little bit higher dollars. So if you're looking at the Ravens, over nine and a half. It's juiced up, but it's juiced up for a reason. So that's good, you know, solidified bet there. Uh, next one, the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills went 11 and six last year. They win total this year is 11 and a half. And I think it's an over bet, guys. The Bills opened 11 and a half over minus 120. Now it's 11 and a half over minus 130. Uh, it is getting to the over 80% of bets, but 88% of money. So good low bets, higher dollars. We have juice movement to the over, uh, and Buffalo continues to get better. I think that you know losing that uh, that game at Arrowhead, where they had, you know change the rules and make sure uh, in sudden death that you uh, you both get the ball back, and it's good motivation. This is a team that just gets uh, better and better, and Josh Allen gets better and better. So can you win one more game than last year? Remember they lost to didn't they lose to Jacksonville or there's some crazy losses that they had. I remember down the stretch, but uh, I like that Bills over 11 and a half. I also like them to win the AFC East. So if you're a Bills Mafia fan. Uh, good uh, good bet dollars and line movement, juice movement to the Bills over 11.5. Uh, another team that we talked about, Chicago Bears. Uh, I like this under anyway. I already put the under 6.5 in, but they go 6-11 and 11 last year. And some good data today uh, from BetMGM on why you should take this under with Chicago. It opened 6.5 uh, under plus 115. Believe it or not, to start the offseason, they were juiced up over. I can't believe that. But now your dog to fave juice movement to the under. Plus 115 to the under, now minus 145 to the under. So a lot of money coming in on the Bears under, getting 80% of bets, 90% of money to the under. Uh, so, again, this is a team that, yeah, Fields could be a good player, but you don't have much around him and I, with a new GM, new coach, and it could be a really tough year for Da Bears. So good signal there, Bears under 6.5. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, this is kind of the, one of the most perplexing ones for me. They go 12-5 and five last year. Their win total is 10.5 this year. You think, man, just hit that over. You know, they could win one last game and still cash the over. But there's money on the Cowboys under. Dallas under 10.5 went from minus 110 even juice to minus 130 to the under. So this is kind of telling me regression for the Cowboys possibly. You lose Amari Cooper, obviously. Um, but And also your division probably got a little bit better. Uh, but you're also getting 84% of bets, 91% of money on the under. So the Cowboys under, that's... You know, the ones you talked about, Baltimore, Buffalo, Chicago, those totals all make sense. This is one that doesn't make sense. So when you see these totals, you could say, oh, I'll take the over 10.5 at some plus money here, but just be wary. You know, anytime odds makers are kind of doing that, they're almost they're almost begging you to take the Dallas Cowboys over. Uh, I didn't personally bet the Cowboys under, but if you're making me bet it, I would lean there just because it's a fishy play there. So maybe you, you fall back 12-5 and five to, you know, 10-7, and seven, something like that. Uh, but I didn't bet it. it. It worries me too. I think that's an over 10.5. But really, it doesn't match what the data is telling us. So I'm going to tread lightly, and I'm not going to I'm not going to bet that. But I thought that was notable to mention that if you do like Cowboys under, they are expecting some regression. Now I already bet this one, which was nice. Indianapolis Colts. They go nine and eight last year. Their win total is nine and a half. Open over minus one twenty five. Now it's over minus one sixty. So that is really good steam to that uh, juice to the over. Getting ninety three percent bets, ninety eight percent money to the over. And uh, you know if you go nine and eight with Carson Wentz. Now you're giving me uh, Matt Ryan again. He's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's an upgrade for sure over Wentz. I think that's a team that easily is one win better than last year. So I already bet that earlier in the summer. Colts over nine and a half. This one surprised me because I think this was kind of a bit of a reversal or I didn't really notice this, but the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins went nine and eight last year. Uh, their win total this year is eight and a half. Um, the over open minus 120. Now it's over minus 130. And it's getting 76% bets, but 91% of dollars to the over. That's a plus 15% start money discrepancy. Of all the win totals we've mentioned, that's the biggest low bets, higher dollars. So to me, I was wary of, you know, kind of just betting the team that quote unquote won the off season with Tyree Kill, Tron Armstead, you know, your new coach, um, fading rookie head coaches, all that kind of stuff. But this tells me that, you know, nine and eight last year, you make all these additions. Can you go nine and eight again? There is some money and liability uh, toward Miami over. So I am maybe going to add the Miami over eight and a half. That one really caught my eye. Um, another one, New York Jets. Now this one's difficult. Uh, they go four and 13 last year. Obviously you hear that they won the draft. I'm always wary of teams that win the draft, uh, cause it doesn't always translate, but their win total, uh, is five and a half this year. A lot of people seem to like that over, uh, it opened at minus minus one ten to the over now it's, or sorry, minus one. What did I write here? I forgot what the opener was, but now it's minus minus one fifty five to the over. There's a lot of money on the jets over. 
I'm not going to run and bet the Jets over, but if you want to bet it, there's a reason to. 78% bets, 86% money. Can you go from four wins to six? Um, I guess it's possible. I'm not really a big fan of the Jets program, but there is money to the Jets over. So if you want to bet at the over, it's juicy. Think of it this way. Uh, how can you lay a minus 155 on the Jets over? Doesn't that sound disgusting? Uh, maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe the Jets do improve a little bit this year. Uh, this one I really like, Philadelphia Eagles. I already have this in pocket. They went 9-8 and eight last year. They went to the open at 8.5. It's up to 9.5. And, and even though it's risen, it's 9.5 over minus 125. This is kind of like that total in the All-Star game last night where it fell you know, half run and still got juiced up under. This thing rose a full game and still gets juiced up over. 90% bets, 96% money to the over. Philly, as we know, uh, you know, Sirianni year two. Uh, you had a pretty good draft there with the big man. Who was it? Uh, the guy from Georgia, the guy in the middle, the Vince Wilfork. And also you bring in A.J. Brown, and you're really building around Jalen Hurts with a lot of good um, offensive talent there. So I'm high in Philly. Uh, I do like that over 9.5. I did bet Philly uh, to win one more game than last year, over 9.5. This one was surprising, but we had mentioned it, Seattle. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, you know, you're hearing all offseason long how terrible they are. They went 7-10 and 10 last year without with Russell Wilson. Now no Russell Wilson. They're going to be terrible, right? Well, they do have one of the lowest win totals, 5.5, but it's juiced up over. Over minus 130 to over minus 140. So isn't that fishy as well? Like Seattle, who we think is terrible, and no Russell Wilson, and it's going to be either Drew Locke or, uh, or Geno Smith. Why is it over? Why is it juiced up over? That seems fishy. You will have the 12th man advantage, obviously. You know, your roster, you still got some good wide receivers. You added Noah Fant in that, in that trade. Um, and again, your home field advantage with the 12th man, 41% bets over, but 60% dollars over. That's a plus 19% smart money differential. Uh, I kind of put that in the category of probably the Jets and the Dallas Cowboys. Like it seems like the sharp play is the over, but it is kind of tough. And sometimes it's difficult letting your bias seep in. Uh, but Seattle over five and a half. It is juiced up. It has a good smart money discrepancy. Uh, last one here, Tennessee Titans. Titans went 12-5 and last year. They're the one seed. They had a ton of injuries and still played great. I am a big fan of Vrabel as a coach. But regression maybe this year for Tennessee. They go 12-5 and last year. Their win total is 9.5 this year. So wouldn't you think, you know, even take two steps back, 12-5, uh, and you go to 10-7, and you can still cash the over. But this is actually a sharp un- under, guys. Tennessee, 9.5 under. Open minus 120 to the under. Now it's minus 145 to the under. They're making you pay a big price on the Tennessee over. They're, they're throwing so, such plus money at you to take Tennessee over. It seems too fishy to me. Uh, if you look at the discrepancy, this is the biggest one on the board. 55% of bets on the under, but 79% of money. That's a plus 24% smart money differential. So the Titans may be expecting a, uh, again, you lose A.J. Brown. Uh, Vrabel's been a, big, a great coach here, but uh, that tells me that a lot of money's coming in on Tennessee to maybe take a step back there. So uh, hopefully that was you know a beneficial uh, exercise, guys. Maybe that solidified some bets for you. Maybe that made you think about a couple more win totals. Uh, but I always think it's important to kind of keep our eyes on these numbers and kind of see how they progress. Now, I wanted to mention real quick the Hall of Fame game because we will have some sweats here soon uh, in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, if you look at the first game NFL Hall of Fame game, Vegas against Jacksonville and Canton, Ohio, it's on the 4th of August, so it's really not that far away. I noticed one thing. Dog to fave line move toward the Raiders. You actually had this, this line open Jacksonville one and a half point favorite, and over the last, it's got to be what I don't know. Last uh, I don't know, a couple days here, I just noticed this now. It's flipped to Vegas minus one and a half, or Vegas even minus two. So I know it's difficult to bet these exhibition games, uh, but there's movement dog to fave toward Ve- toward uh, the Vegas Raiders. But if you want to approach it in a different way, aside from the dog to fave move to the Raiders, the under, kind of like the All Star game, Hall of Fame unders guys have been fantastic. Um, if you look at the last 15 years, the under in the Hall of Fame game is nine and six, but in the last nine years, the Hall of Fame under Hall of Fame game under is seven and two. So this is typically when your offense is terrible, defense is way ahead of the offense. You don't do anything, you know, in terms of uh, you know play calling and surprises. It's all very vanilla. You see a lot of these, you know, uh, you know, 17 to 10 games, you know, 14 to 10 games. Uh, the total open 33 and a half. It's down to 33. If you can still find a hook under 33 and a half, I'd bet the under there. Hall of Fame game, I do it every year. It's kind of a Army-Navy under or an All-Star game under. You know, it's kind of a, an annual thing that does does pretty well historically. So if, if you can still find the hook on the Hall of Fame game under, under 33.5. Again, under 7-2 the last nine years. And then lastly, biting in the arena. Let's see if we can uh, slowly grind our way back after a tough stretch here last weekend. Uh, I'm going with Jack Hermanson. Jack Hermanson is fighting Chris Curtis. 
Uh, this is a dog to fave line move, and we're checking off all the boxes. If you look at Jack Hermanson, he actually opened as a slight dog, plus 105. He's now minus 115. So you have a good move here uh, toward Jack Hermanson. Uh, Jack Hermanson is also matching kind of all the boxes that we like to check here. So number one, Jack Hermanson is younger. Uh, Jack Hermanson is, let me just dial this up. Um, he's 34 years old. His opponent is 35. He's six foot one. His opponent is 5'8". He's got a 78-inch reach versus a 75-inch reach. If you also look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, Jack Hermanson is only getting 22% bets. Um, or sorry, he's getting 37% bets, but almost 50% of the money. So low bets, higher dollar, dog to fave line move, uh, younger, taller, longer reach. And oh, by the way, I sent a DM to uh, Gamble and Lou. I said, do you like Jack Hermanson? He said, yes. So our guy Gamble and Lou is on it as well. So I put Jack Hermanson in minus 115. See if we can claw our way back after a tough uh, last weekend there with UFC. Uh, there you have it, guys. We did it uh, on a day where there's nothing going on and uh, it's the deadest sports betting day of the year. We found a way to have a pretty good podcast today. So hopefully we're able to cash some of these uh, MLB award tickets. Uh, good conversation with NFL win totals in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, UFC as well. Uh, tomorrow we will have some sweats. So tomorrow we do have baseball. Uh, we do have three games in the WNBA. And we do have two in the two games in the CFL. Uh, so hopefully no PTSD from our, if the guy catches in the end zone, we cash her over. Of course, he drops it, it's intercepted, and we lose that over. Uh, but I'm going to dabble a little bit more in the CFL. So hopefully a big thirsty Thursday for tomorrow. But that about does it, guys. Another day, another dollar grinding in the arena. Hopefully you enjoyed the Market Insights pod today, guys. Hopefully you've been enjoying it since you started tuning in. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you become what you feel like you're, you're become more, becoming more of a sharper better, you're reading line movement, you're beating closing lines, uh, you're taking more of a contrarian angle. You're more disciplined with your bankroll. You're no longer parlaying everything. Uh, if the pot has helped you in any way, uh, go from bottom left to upper right, as my guy Pritch likes to say, um, then really one thing I ask of you uh, is buy my book. My book, uh, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, uh, it was uh, written in 2018. I wrote it when I was living in Gloucester uh, in, a, in, a, in a kind of a, a time I'll never forget in my life. Um, but with my book, it's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, um, chapters on all the major sports. So if you are getting ready for mass to legalize, fingers crossed, hopefully my source is right, or maybe you're in a newly legalized state, or maybe you have a friend or a relative or a coworker who likes to bet on sports but you know struggles to turn a profit, you know, get, a, get, a, get my book for yourself or for a friend or for a gift. Uh, it would mean the world to me, guys, and hopefully it'll uh, kind of save you from some common mistakes uh, that all bettors make at the beginning and as well as uh, some good, hopefully good insight and intel to help you cash some bets. But that's the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. If you've already bought a copy, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun, Downing, uh, newly, newly legalized Connecticut, uh, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York. My source play hopefully comes true with mass. Fingers crossed. Uh, word on the street is you're getting closer here, guys. Let's get it over the finish line. Or, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, uh, where the lowest juice possible is found, where you had a nice hot dog last night. A uh, nice hot dog on the under 7.5. Uh, or, of course, at Circa, sweating uh, sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, getting a victory burger, hanging by the Mega Bar, or the Mandalay Bay, or the Westgate, my two other favorite books in Vegas, wherever it may be, as I mentioned. You're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me an all-star game under. Under winner, baby. Under seven and a half. Uh, if you took the American League, uh, you can show me that too. I didn't ride it with you, uh, but I guess it was uh, an obvious play that maybe I should have taken. But either way, guys, flash me that one. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Again, no sweats, but hopefully uh, hopefully we did some homework here that will benefit, benefit us at a later date in the future here. So my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But you saw the under last night in the All-Star game. Over the long haul, and that's that's what we're doing as betters. We're here playing the long haul. Over the long haul, smart money will win a majority of the time, between 55% and 60%. So we can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term, guys. Have a great Wednesday. Good luck. Hope to see you on Betting Across America, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. And by the way, if you're in Massachusetts like me and pretty much everywhere right now, massive heat wave. It's like 95. It's going to be 95 degrees over the next, like, four days. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys stay cool. 
uh, and, and make sure if you uh, if you take the pup out, you better leave that window cracked. Uh, we don't want any dogs getting uh, overheated in the back seat. So uh, have a great day, guys. Good luck. I uh, hope you cash your bets. And as always, don't forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck, everybody. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.